Anyone who knows me knows that I am super disheartened to hear that Ghost Town Alive at Knott's Berry Farm been canceled. Mm. Uh, I'm taking the law into my own hands, and I'm going to buy a gun and a horse, and I'm going <laughs> to rob a train with my friend, and mm-hmm. then we're going to be uh, we're gonna be the wannabe bandits. I, I think that's a great idea. Someone should make a short film of that. They really should, honestly. Yeah, if, if only you could go to uh, YouTube and look up a thing called Guns Don't Lie, that that would be... Uh... Oh, I mean, that's you could you could look it up, but I, I think I, the title I have for mine is uh, Firearms Are Honest. <laughs> <laughs> Firearms Are Honest. You well, know... Welcome... <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> No, no, I, 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 I didn't really have anything to follow that, but I was just, I was just gonna, I, I was just gonna, you know, pontificate on firearms. <laughs> Are honest. That's pretty great. I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad I could at least tickle, tickle someone's fancy with that. Um, for everybody else, though, this is the moment of truth. Welcome to Undercooked Analysis. This is a podcast where we come into it with no script, no plan, no filters, and oftentimes no editing. Uh, considering I'm recording this the night before the episode is supposed to come out, uh, there might not be a ton of that here. But that's why I only bring in consummate professionals who only do things right the first time, uh, and that's not me. Uh, so that's why I brought Brent, my old friend Brent Spiegel here. That's fucking right you did. Yep. <laughs> I'm just showing what a consummate professional I am. You're always a consummate professional, and hey, how the hell are you? I am doing pretty good, all things considered. So I'm 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 happy to be here talking with you, my uh, my friend, my confidant, oh, I, friend and confidant, sometimes lover, some uh, sometimes frenemy. Yes, so, we, sometimes we have a whole uh, we have a very complicated relationship, Ben and I. Yeah. Like, the, ben, the Ben and I is a good musical. <laughs> that, that's a musical based off of our personal history together. Although, honestly, if it was from your perspective, it would be The King and I. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about. Um, but, getting hey. Uh, you. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, hey, this is the uh, we talked about this earlier in the choice drags, which you are gonna, which you might hear if you're a patron of this podcast. But this is the first time ever that we've done this online. Yeah, well, um, every time we've done a podcast together uh, before current circumstances, we were always hanging out together in person, having mm-hmm. a good old time, and then we're like, let's let's record a podcast. Ben, come over, record with me. <laughs> I said it just like that. Yeah, sometimes even coming over to my place and recording. Yes, sometimes we would find a way to meet in the middle, and we would just stand by the side of a freeway and record. Yeah, it was, those, it was those very, recordings never turned out very well, so I just... <laughs> yeah, it was very David Lynch of us, like we were standing on like the middle of a highway. <laughs> if anybody ever wanted to know why whenever I do a David Lynch impression, it's always uh, it's always specifically uh, Gordon Cole and not David Lynch, because in order to do it justice, I had to be really loud to talk over the freeway noise. Mm-hmm. So, you know... <laughs> I remember uh, that time. Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> Gordon Cole is is the best character in television history. Just saying. Gordon Cole, hands down. I'm with you there. Yeah. Uh, have you seen David Lynch's short? What What did Jack do? Yes, I did. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> to touch upon. To touch upon. Well, I I just love that it's like a uh. You know, kind of a, a, a classic, like, crime noir type of setup, but he's interrogating a monkey at a train station. <laughs> it's, and it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a capuchin monkey, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's so bizarre, but you can tell he just, 
it's one of those things that David Lynch wanted to make just because he could. Yeah. So well, I, what's interesting I, is I, I from what I read on I believe IMDb trivia is that uh, I believe he was commissioned to do it by the French. Um, so I, I don't know if it was just like we'll give you we'll give you a bunch of money to make whatever the fuck you want, or if it was like David Lynch had an idea and he knew someone from like this French commission and they're like oh we'll give you money for it. <laughs> Did the people in the French commission say to him specifically, look David, we want you to make this movie where you're interrogating a monkey at a, tra- a train station and it's film noir style? And I can honestly the, only hope the monkey needs to be in a, in a love affair with a chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, that sounds like a French request. It I can't does. tell you uh, of the uh, two times that I've been to uh, France, how many French people came up to me and were like, hey, Benjamin, we want you to make a movie where a uh, monkey's in love with a chicken and you interrogate him at a train station. <laughs> and it's filmed in black and white. I'm like, listen, I'm fine with all those things except filming in black and white. Fuck you. <laughs> Sacre bleu. So if if you're a first time listener to this podcast, uh, I'm so sorry. You're probably going to want to go back a few episodes and figure out what we do. But a brief explanation is we read and critique uh, usually horror stories that people submit to this podcast and uh, go and we since we don't have a plan to it, we usually dive into these stories pretty blind and then just kind of evaluate them as we go in the dumbest way possible sort of what i've i've gosh how long have i been doing now since 2014 so it's been wow. at least six years of amazing yeah that's nuts we um, also make plenty of obscure references to films televisions podcasts our our personal lives <laughs> our genitalia what genitalia yeah <laughs> in in like explicit detail but, you, but if you don't know the in-jokes, you don't realize the explicit detail in which we talk about. <laughs> it's all in code. It's very explicit code somehow. Yeah. Oscar, Charlie, Bravo, Genitalia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to follow. I'm still kind of getting in the groove. But you know what? We do. We have a big, girthy story to read today. Yeah, we got, we got a thick story to uh, take a look at today. We sure do. Uh, this is a story submitted to us by a uh, long-time listener and uh, patron, uh, The Re underscore, right? Uh, I, did, I was presented with this story on, with um, uh, the author's name, but I'm not sure if I want the author wants me to give their name, so I'm not going to share it that air. But I will share what they wrote to us. Dear David and the rest of the team at Creative Horror, I've been listening to your shows for the past few years. I am a donor on Patreon, too. Thank you for that. Your Ooh, podcast, bless you. Yes, God, God bless. Your podcasts and story critiques have inspired me to write short horror and weird fiction stories, which I have posted on my personal. I would like to submit my most recent post. Thank you for your time and keep up the great work from the re underscore rights. That is the name of the blog that I am reading now. And uh, the story is called Missed Connection. Yeah, for, right off the bat, I just want to say to the, the re rights, um, re underscore rights, that is. Uh, nice web page design. I like. Yeah. Uh, I like the the stylistic choices and the background. It's it's very aesthetically pleasing. So it is. I had a. I don't think I ever had a Blogspot page. I had a WordPress page. No. Yeah, WordPress page. No. Mm. Um, I think yeah. I think Blogspot didn't they buy WordPress? Blogspot. Blogspot. I'm sorry. I had I had uh, <laughs> as I mentioned in the 
the area that may or may not be heard by human beings. I, I'm <laughs> drinking a raspberry lemon drop right now, so oh, wonderful. if I start slurring my words, it's because I'm getting excessively drunk. I think when you when we get to a suitable paragraph where I know you're going to be reading for a while, I might duck into the kitchen for a split second and grab a ginger beer. Ooh, ginger beer. This feels like the kind of thing. But yeah, so as stated here, um, so the rewrites is I, is from the, the UK. And uh, she, this story is going to have, it looks like it's also set in the UK. So uh, I think we're going to, we might butcher some words. I am not going to do a British accent. I will. Okay. I'll fucking offend anybody with my British accent. Sweet. I'm just kidding. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll see how I will, we'll feel it out as we go. If I attempt a terrible British accent, I really apologize to the rewrites. And, um, uh, another thing I, 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 I want to, uh, I, I meant to ask you about this before we started recording. Okay, that's fine. I I know because of uh, uh, certain things that have happened in the past uh, that, like, uh, you know, we've gotten into trouble for being a little bit lewd and crude about people's writing ability. Or we, I mean, this here's the thing: we've done that. This is why we've kind of changed the way we do things, is because we don't want to like. We never want to insult the author, obviously. We might exactly. poke fun at the story, but some people take criticism. And like, yeah. okay, sure. For us, like, mm-hmm. this is a story that was submitted to us willingly and with firm understanding that we're going to be big fucking dumbasses while we read it, so. And don't get us wrong, we are huge fucking dumbasses. Oh, yeah. We're just a couple of a couple of douches who just like reading stories and think we have a good understanding about storycraft and theory. Yeah, um, we're a couple of, we're a couple again, of coops. Again, the rewrites brought this on herself. Anybody yeah. who submits a story to us brings it on themselves. So they okay. know what to expect. I just, I just wanna, uh, I wanna make sure up front that whatever, whatever said, whatever I say is understood with one, you know, there's, there's a, uh, a grain of salt here. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a silly dumbass at a microphone who feels like they can say whatever the fuck they want. So. <laughs> You're a white guy at a microphone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm a white guy with an opinion that I'm going to shout into this microphone no matter who or what <laughs> doesn't want to hear it. Me too, buddy. Yeah, high five. Oh, Woo! we're not, not listening. Oh, fuck. But hey, yeah, distract, I, yeah, let's distract I, I, ourselves by diving into things. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, that I, I just wanted to clarify up front that, you know, uh, you know, while we may say some some uh, some choice words about certain things, uh, it is very much appreciated that you submitted this of your own free will. And <laughs> good 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 job on you for for writing something. Yes. Uh, well, anybody like, who like I said, anybody who submits something to us is very brave and uh, and and knows the score. And we I deeply appreciate the fact that the rewrites has supported the show. So yes, thank you for that. And we want to make sure we. Uh, but also, we're not going to pull any punches. Oh yeah, no. Because I'm, that's I'm, not what you expect from. Exactly. The, that would just undermine why you submitted this. It's undercooked analysis. That said, yeah. um, Let's do it. all right, uh, Ben, would you like to do the honors of the first paragraph, or shall I? I'll give you the the first one. Uh, pff, all right, I'll fucking I'll fucking do it. Do it, coward. <laughs> I just said I'd do it. Doesn't that make me the opposite of a coward? Coward. No. Yeah. Do it. Okay. Coward. So uh, the story uh, again is called. Missed Connection, submitted uh, Saturday, the 30th of September, 2017. Let's do it. All I could do was... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, it was British. I went you, turned into, you turned into Noel Fielding for a second. <laughs> <laughs> South okay. London. I put uh, 
I put uh, uh, Bailey's in my shoe. <laughs> I'm old Greg. <laughs> God damn it. It's been a while since I've seen that video, so my old Greg impression is terrible. But <laughs> Anyway, all I could do was yell in frustration as the train left the platform without me on it. My mad dash across the bridge had been for naught, and I was left sweating and angry on platform two as the 1740 to Lincoln chugged away from the station and sped around the bend. Had my train from Grimsby not been delayed at Harborough, I would have made my connection in plenty of time. I dropped my bag and threw my empty paper cup on the ground, nothing about how it made me look. As if to prove my point, an odd couple and a sleepy-looking teenage boy stared at me like I was a crazy lady, and I can hardly blame them. I probably should have taken the direct train, but it was cheaper to change at Barnaby, uh, Bar- Barnaby uh, and according to the conductor, that's where I was. Barnet- Barnetby? Barnaby? Yeah, you're, you're probably right, Barnaby. Hmm. Okay, we're gonna learn a lot about the. Uh, we're gonna learn a lot about uh, British Rail. This one, I think. I mean, British Rail is very important. I I, I took a trip to London last year, and uh, I didn't have like a local there to pick me up, so I had to do, rely heavily on the British Rail to get me where I was going. Unfortunately, I had a, a pretty good text instructions on where to go, but I That's was good. Kind of, I was kind of worried for a little bit because like, oh shit, all these. All these uh, quote unquote foreign <laughs> names. Where am I going? Yeah, uh, I mean, you at least have the. You have some of the. I, I've still never been to the UK, so you at least have some of that experience to back you up. Oh yeah, well, uh, the UK is a lovely place. Uh, I've I've been to uh, I've been to London. I've been to uh, uh, France is part of the UK, right? Oh, France is France. Shut. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had a drink. <laughs> no, but they're, they're, what's it? They're, they're, they're part of the what's it? The European Union or something? The, the like, EU. The EU. They, they were. They were. Oh my god! Man. I sound like such a dumbass. <laughs> no, no. It's just that I, I, I wish, I wish. Ooh, I knew Barnaby was a small rural village, but I was expecting the station to be bigger. This place only had two platforms with the information desk with a, and a glass box waiting room. There were a few metal benches and a pole mounted station clock standing in the middle of platform two. The usual signposts denoting the station's name weren't present, but I trusted that the conductor knew the route well enough. After taking a few deep breaths, I flicked my hair out of my eyes and lifted my bag on my back. It wasn't very big or heavy, just a small rucksack carrying my headphones, charger, and whatever book I was reading. The colorful stars pattern made it look like it was designed for someone younger, but it was cheap and did the job, so I didn't care. I turned and headed back over the bridge towards the main building, avoiding interacting with the... The departure boards were above the info desk, and I needed to know when my next train was was coming. Shuffling past a man in a gray suit and a young couple sharing headphones, I pushed through the double doors to what I guess was... could be called... or... bleh. Pushed through the double doors to what I guess could be called a foyer. Hmm. Well, so far, um, I like the detail. Yeah, and also, uh, uh, in my head I read it foyer, but, uh... (laughs) I I I used to think it was foyer, but it is in, it is indeed foyer. Yeah, yeah. One absolutely. of those weird words with a silent R. Yeah. Also, uh, uh, rucksack is that like just like a backpack or what? what... It's yeah, kind of. A rucksack is rucksack. It's like the bag you have in. Po- ah, gotcha. <laughs> That's a reference I understand. <laughs> Unlike all this English nonsense, I'm just kidding. I love Brit it. English versus also, American English I... once again. I realized earlier, like, I, 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 you know, UK, United Kingdom, EU, European Union. Okay. I understand. 
I understand yeah. the difference. You're fine. It's just a lot of a lot of stuff has changed recently, including the UK leaving the EU, the PU. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we don't know what your politics are, the rewrites, but like. What the hell's going on over there? <laughs> what the hell's going on with the world? That's why we're doing this, to escape everything. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Your turn. A middle-aged woman with bobbed blonde hair sat behind the glass screen. She's, she was more overdressed than a typical ticket desk attendant, with her lazy, lazily applied pink pastel eyeshadow and overly white teeth. Maybe she literally dressed for the job she wanted, but it made her appear stuck up and off-putting. When I approached, she remained slouched across her chair, looking disinterested. I ignored her. I checked the screen, showing the names and times of destinations and departures. Much to my relief, a train to Lincoln would be arriving at 1805 on Platform 2, and another one at 1815 that would go through to Nottingham. Ooh, Nottingham. Nottingham. Luckily, I wouldn't have to... <laughs> Nottingham. Nottingham. Luckily, I wouldn't have to take long here. <laughs> <laughs> Not only Sorry. was the station small, but it was pretty isolated, too. No, you have no need to apologize. Feel free to just shout Nottingham whatever you want. Nottingham! <laughs> Nottingham! 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 <laughs> All right, well, now that's a fucking enough. Carry on. No, I'm sorry. Carry on. I'm... I will keep calm and carry on. Okay. Yeah, go... <laughs> go ahead. Not only was the station small, but it was Nottingham! pretty... <laughs> <Fuck>! <laughs> Not only okay, was for, the real, for real, for real, for real. <laughs> Man, recording over Skype is so much harder than There's I thought. There's so much lag. <laughs> Every time I'm about to start, no, you. Well, I know I did. I did that last one deliberately. So no, no, I know. I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just giving you shit, man. I know. That's what we do. What? It's like, it's like we get each other. Nottingham, free. Nottingham. Not only was the station small, but it was pretty isolated, too. And I didn't want to spend one hour stuck in a place where I couldn't even get two-pound cup of coffee. Uh, is that is that is that the right reading of the phrase two-pound? Like, I think so, yeah, because the I think euro is a sort different of sign. Slang. Well, I, I I know they use the pound, but uh, and that's the pound sign, but I was just wondering, because like, uh, like, sometimes I, I hear like the term 2p or something like that. But I, I don't know. It looks like that, but... Uh... Oh yeah. gosh, I don't know. Uh, hey, yeah, do you want it? Penny. Are you British listeners? Are you enjoying the uh, the two Yanks read a podcast about a set, <laughs> story set in Great Britain and have no idea what's? <laughs> Listen, I've been. I just didn't bother to pay attention to their culture, and I'm I'm just a stupid dickhole reading this. Cool. Well, at least two of us. But at least you've been there. Yeah, exactly. I I I've taken the time to go there and be like, why don't everybody speak English? Speak English, motherfucker. <laughs> No, I, I had a blast there. English people are fucking great. Um, mm-hmm. I personally love the, uh, uh, um, you know, a lot of the, the English people that I interacted with. They're, like, just gave no fucks about, like, what they said, where they said it, or why they were saying it, which is, like, just, like, that's an honorable quality in a person to be able to... I, I agree. I'd say yeah. so. Yeah, and, like, you know, uh, it's... Uh, London is one of the uh, the cleanest cities I've ever been to in my life, including the uh, uh, the tube there, which is like impeccably clean for an underground like railway. Like that's like here we have an under- underground railway in L.A. I said underground railway way. <laughs> I'm just out grinning the thou grinning whale. I, 
I've been I've been to uh you know the metro in Paris. I've been to like the subway in in uh, New York, and this we have like a very moderate subway here, like that goes to like five places. It's like it's uh, it's like the metro. It's like the the one place where the metro dips underground, right? Yeah, exactly. And like it, they're they're fucking they're fucking gross. Like they're disgusting. There's graffiti everywhere. There's human feces probably somewhere that I can't see because it smells terrible. And, like, in London, it gets really crowded as shit. Like, people are packed in there, but, like, you know, what subway isn't? And I'm sure now it's not packed at all. But uh... (laughs) I used to I used to take the metro a lot so I could speak from experience and and then some about some of the weird shit I've encountered while riding the metro. But I could... I'll save that for another time, maybe later in this uh, recording, yeah, but we'll see. We do like an after we read the story. And I'm going on a huge side rant right here. I'll, I'll, I'll get back to the story in a second. But just uh, the uh, uh, because of like, you know, the, the moderate monitoring system that they have there, it's uh, it's pretty amazing how cleanly most things are in London. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could imagine. I'm, or at least now I, I imagine there would be. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah. My brain. Okay. <laughs> No, 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 you're fine. I, I've start, I started this stupid rant about, oh, it was a, a two-pound cup of coffee, or is there some sort of slang I'm missing here? Anyway, I'll reread that sentence in case you want to edit over this and just... <laughs> no, no, no. Ben, I have no time to edit this. We're, we're shooting from the hip with this one, my dude. Oh, boy. All right. Yeah. Oh, God. So now people are going to know that I don't know the difference between the EU and the UK because I'm a fucking dumbass. No, but they'll know if you're here you tripped over. Just going to point it out because I'm a, I'm a ass. So. <laughs> and we love you for it. All right. Thank so you. just re- remember that, listeners. I've had a little bit to drink. I didn't mix it up on, on lack of knowledge, just through stupidity of being drunk. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> The road outside was a long flat line stretching on both sides until it met the horizon. There was no sign of the town, only a wind turbine and three small houses a few, mile, a few miles away up the hill. Other than that, there were just crop fields surrounding the station. It wasn't as if there was somewhere to go out and buy a magazine from. I sat down in the small waiting room and texted my train times to my dad. He replied back with a smile emoticon and a... Great, we'll pick you up, uh, and th- that's uh, great with a gr eight. Nice, dad. Uh, dad texting. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> he just understands. He he just like got into what leet is. <laughs> this is what that. This is how the kids speak, right? Yeah, my dad's a leet gamer. <laughs> my phone's battery was only at sixty eight percent, but that would probably last until I got home. Famous last word. <laughs> yeah, no, knowing. Knowing how, you know, stories go on this show and just in general, like something has to go wrong here, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I do I do like the kind of low key sense of isolation going on here. That's 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 nice. I'm gonna be thinking about the location as we go, so Yeah, well uh the, there's there's a good deal of description here and even if you're not familiar with uh you know, the uh the not the EU, the UK <laughs> <laughs> if you're not familiar with the UK, there's like enough information here that you can get a general understanding, and most people can connect with this. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Uh, mm-hmm. The one thing I will say is that like you know, there's not like a, a dramatic hook here, something where like it's like <laughs> like someone's arm exploding off their body, you're like a freeze frame, and like I bet you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> We're not starting this in media res, that's for damn sure. Yeah, which, you know, not every story needs to start that way. So, like, it's not a criticism. It's just, you know, uh, no. a, a point of fact that, like, you know, there's not something here where you're, like, immediately, like, 
uh, uh, like given a arbitrary hook where it's like, oh my god, the train exploded. Now let me explain how we got here. <laughs> no, I like that this is, it feels like something uncanny is going to happen instead of something like super horrifying, but we'll see. Because I like that we're just kind of being eased into it, and that, that's always good. Yeah. And just so you know, we're not taking it easy on you. I'm trying to come up with criticism, but so far it's a little bit hard. It's pretty, it's pretty solid so far. Yeah, good job. Uh, the only other girl waiting there was... Uh, oh, sorry, the only other group people... I'm, I'm reading... They're blurring together in my mind. The, my one criticism, and on my screen, the text is very small. But maybe I could zoom in. There yeah, it's, it, it's something where I, I definitely had to zoom in to, to get a good read on it. Mm. It might also be because we're, we're, like, fucking elderly... Uh, 27 to 30 year old men who are like, oh, my eyes are going. Speak, 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 speak for yourself, Gramps. Uh, the only other people, the only other people waiting there were with me were a mum and dad with two toddlers and a college age girl in a hood resting a skateboard on her knee. There was a vending machine next to the door, but a paper sign stuck to the front of it said it was out of order. I took off my bag and relaxed into the gray plastic chair to idly flick through Twitter for a few minutes. A train pulled up to the platform and the small family got up and left. It was 17.55, so this one wasn't my train, but I prepared to leave anyway. Lifting my bag by the handle, I got up and went back out to the platform. It was quieter now. The man I'd passed by and the old couple who'd watched my little tantrum. The boy and girl were still there, huddled against the wall and not looking up from their MP3. I sat on the blue metal bench near the couple. Message dad again. Train nearly here. See you soon, X. The battery icon was showing 42%, but I wouldn't really need it once I got on the train. Before long, it was 18.03, and I jumped up, ready with my ticket in hand, even more eager, th eager to get back home. I watched as the station clock ticked toward around to 18.05 and listened for the familiar horn. Staring in the direction I knew the train would come from, I rocked back and forth on my toes impatiently. Why wasn't the train showing up? Had there been a delay? Had there been an announcement? It got to be... 1808, and the train still hadn't shown. Hmm. Now, y'all familiar with your military time? Because uh, I'm starting to put the pieces together. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so, like, this, yeah, this is going on military time. Uh, so, 1808 would be... 606. Uh, six, or 608, I mean. <laughs> you removed yeah, that's two right. minutes. <laughs> six, 6 p.m. It's, it's 608 yeah. p.m. So, yeah, so it's, like, still evening, but not, like, late evening, you know? Like, it makes yeah. sense. This is a commute. Yeah, exactly. And uh, from what I understand, uh, English trains are very, uh, very timely, uh, good, good. Inclu including the bus system. Like fucking um, I took the uh, um, what's it like their their double decker buses there and freaking um, as opposed to here where like uh, I used to take the buses before I drove to go see um, uh, various acquaintances and. Uh, if I missed that bus, it would be another hour or more before the bus came. And like, mm -hmm. I remember, mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember at the time, uh, going to, uh, England for the first time and like, we missed it. But I was like, oh shit, we missed the bus. What are we going to do? And, uh, the person I was with is like, there'll be another one in like five minutes. So don't even worry about it. <laughs> That's unheard of over here. So like, oh, yeah. I do like how this episode has turned into, uh, sort of you being like, so here's why the UK is better than America in terms of public transportation. I mean, it's a huge, uh, it's a huge concern. And like, uh, it's not even, it, it, I, I'm not even including like the entirety of America. Cause like, uh, New York has their transportation pretty good. I, I, I don't uh, know about, this, I don't know about the bus system cause I didn't take the bus there, but like their subway is pretty, is pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, California not, is, 
California's kind of the pits. I mean, I think the metro is fairly efficient, the metro rail, but like you know, yeah. here in SoCal, but yeah, it's 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 definitely if it goes to where you need to go, which is not always because it doesn't really go a lot of places. No, uh, but yeah, like the if it goes where you need to go, then it's 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 definitely like one of the better systems to travel here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the there's a reason why LA is famous for horrible traffic and everybody driving everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, that that that's interesting. So uh, uh, you're picking up on something here with the with the different times. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and that I get the well based on what you're saying. Uh, things are more. It sounds like things are generally speaking more more efficient. So. Mm-hmm. So that that said, why don't we let's let's uh, let's let's carry forward because again, as we mentioned, this is a thick. This is a thick story. All right. Mm. Gritting my teeth in order to prevent another public outcry, I turned sharply and marched to the info desk. The lady was staring into space while I knocked on the desk in front of the glass screen. Hi, I said. Is the train to Lincoln delayed? She kept staring for a few seconds before blinking as if she had just woken up. No, she said. It should be here soon. Not trying to sound forceful, I tried again. Are you sure? The board says it's 6.05, and it's way past that. Uh, this time, she only nodded. I slammed my hand on the desk a little too loud. When is my train getting here? I pleaded. I need to let my dad know. At first, she was just silent, before forcing a smile and saying, It should be here soon. It, it almost sounds like she should be saying, It should be here soon, dear. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way out of here. It will be dark soon. There is no way out I of here. I am the devil. This is my train station. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, the devil would be an engineer, and so many a lot of a lot of old bluesy folk song. Devil's an engineer. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, devil devil went down to Georgia and built a solid gold train station. <laughs> I was about to ask her again, but gave up right as I opened my mouth. She was wasting my time. Huffily, I hoisted my bag over my shoulders properly and trudged back to the platform. It was still warm out, and the dry heat was making my jeans stick to my leg. My hair felt dry, and all I could think about was all I could think of was the warm bath I would take when I got home. The oh. next train, the yeah, the next yeah, train I, couldn't I, get there like soon a, enough. Like, yeah, I, I feel that feeling when you have like the clothes stuck to your body, and you're like, I need to take a bath. <laughs> oh, so bad. You're covered in. You're probably covered in like dust from the trail, you know, yeah. so to speak. Nice. The next go. train couldn't get there soon enough. My phone buzzed in my hoodie pocket, and I whipped it out in time to see a new message from Dad. Safe travels. See you soon. I replied to let him know. Train was delayed. We'll be on my way soon. Before switching the device off to save the last 36% of charge. There was a whistle and a metallic grind, and my heart leapt in relief. I looked around to see a train that was pulling up in the opposite platform. Had I read the time wrong? Because it was 1815, and the train was definitely not going towards Nottingham. Was the departure board broken? It was. <laughs> That's the twist. It was broken. It, it was actually the train to ma- m- Magnic... Mag- mag- wait. Magneton. Magnet. If you read it backwards, it's Magneton. Magneton. Oh my god. <laughs> you read Nottingham backwards, it's Magneton. It turns out this person has like... Uh, instead, like like a rare form of dyslexia where they uh, dyslexia where they literally reverse the word instead of uh. <laughs> it's Nilbog. It's spelled it backwards. By the way, in case you heard like a loud like bunch of like glass or whatever slamming into the ground, that was like the uh, uh one of my family members dumping stuff into the recycling bin. Oh, I didn't hear that at all. Yeah, in case you were wondering. Okay. <laughs> I heard I was able to hear Good. people cheering well, away ways away, but now <laughs> But now you don't hear like literal garbage, like glass garbage being dumped into a bin. Yeah. 
All right. Well, you can remove that then. <laughs> anyway. Confused. <laughs> Fair enough. Confused. I went back to try the lady at the info desk. Miss Clueless was the same as when I last saw her, slumped over and staring lazily through the glass screen. The departure board was still showing times, but wasn't listing any destinations. Gripping the edge of the desk, I demanded answers from the nation's worst rail employee. What time is next? Uh, what time is the next train to Lincoln? I need to know now. She gave a wide grin that looked fake. It it should be here soon, she said in a chipper tone. What does the board say? The bl- the board remained blank. I gritted my teeth. I think it might be broken. She didn't respond and carried on smiling at me. This time, I couldn't hold myself back. Tell me when the next damn train to Lincoln is, I yelled. I need to know now. I have to go home now. She still didn't react. Slamming her, uh, slamming my hands on the desk, I tried again. When is my next train? Do your job and tell me. She shrugged and said, I'm sure it'll be here soon. I have never run it. Sorry, go ahead. No, I say I've never run into anybody who who would be like this is definitely sort sort the disconcerting part so far. But I'm like I've never run into anybody who is that <clears throat> distracted about a train. But usually all the train stations I go I've been to have been automated. So like you know you just go to a ticket machine and whatever. But I definitely feel the frustration. Here. Christ, fucking train! I need it. I need to get back to Long Beach. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Long, through this Long same Beach, experience. England. I need to get back to Magneton. Magneton! Magneton. That's my favorite Transformer. Oh, Magneton? Yeah. Magneton. Magneton is great Transformers. Yeah. Is it Magnemite? <laughs> Goes from a Pokemon? Uh, is it already it's still my... It's my paragraph, right? Yeah, this is your paragraph. Okay, wow. There's only two of us, and I'm already trying to figure out. Jesus. <laughs> <clears throat> Listen, I'm the one who's been drinking here. You need to pay attention for both of us. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, unable to take any more of her vague and useless drivel, I stormed over to the waiting room, dropped back into the chair, and cried into my lap. This wasn't what I needed today. I needed a bath and a sleep in my old bed do- uh, more than ever. At least this time, nobody was watching me. The girl with the skateboard wasn't there anymore. Maybe she got on the train and just left? The sun had started to go down by then, with the orange glow beginning to bleed into the sky. Drying my tears on my sleep, I pulled my phone out again. My dad would need to know that I might be... I switched it on on be met with the battery only. I swiped it away. It would be enough to get the text, but possibly not anymore. Train is delayed. Don't know when I'll be back. Quickly, I turned it off again in case uh, in case that would happen. And immediately began looking for a plug socket. The waiting room walls were almost entirely windows, and the power outlet was behind the vending machine. There was no way I could reach that. It's like mundane horror, but I get it. <laughs> well, it's very relatable. I, yeah, exactly. I all this. Um, so yeah, this is, this is supposed to be like, like a, like a horror type of thing situation. I mean, being stuck at a train station really sucks. It sure does. Again, I can relate to this. I've had, it's happened to me. Yeah. How are you supposed to play video games or? Especially with a dying cell phone. Yeah, exactly. You can't watch Netflix because that'll kill your battery. Yeah. (laughs) Can't watch fucking Dark Crystal. (laughs) Dark Crystal? (laughs) Oh, I was thinking Age of Resistance or whatever. Uh, fair enough. I, I was just like, uh, I just thought it was funny. That was like the first Netflix thing that came to your mind. That's the last thing I watched on Netflix. Oh, that's fair. I'm trying yeah, to remember what's all... the last. The last thing I watched on Netflix was uh, the Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> the first one. Yeah, the the original. I like that one. You know, it's as far as video game adaptions go, it's pretty authentic to the video game, which is saying a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. 
I, it's I corny, it. but I, I think it works in a video game movie. Yeah, like, you know, it's it's based on Mortal Kombat where, like, people's bones... Like, you go into x-ray vision and see their bones being broken, and then yes. you see them get back up and fight. So, like... <laughs> in Mortal Kombat. Of course, this was the time before that, but still. Yeah. Exactly. Giving up, I zipped my phone back into my bag and went to stand out on the platform again. The station felt a lot more isolated now. The headphone couple were gone, along with the sleepy guy who had been staring at me earlier. Had there been another train? They could have just left, but would uh, would have been a long walk into town. I hadn't seen any bus or car go by for a while either. I sat back on the bench, staring eagerly at the bend in the track on to the left, hoping that maybe soon there'd be a train coming around it, it to get me out of here. My eyes flicked between watching the tracks and checking the hands of the station clock. It was around 1915 when it began to get a bit darker. The lights in the main entrance came on and the clock face lit up too. Even the lights in the houses in the distance switched by one. I had no idea why anyone would be living out there miles away from the town or other people. What they, uh, what would they do in an emergency? Surely there, uh, uh, surely that wasn't Bar- Bar- Barnet B. Barnet B. <laughs> Barnet B. Instantly curious, I fished out my phone again, aware that it would probably be for the last time that night. I switched it on to see that only had about 17% battery, but it was enough to let me open my Maps app. I tapped the icon that would make it uh, jump to show my location, but all it brought up was a blank space. Oh, shit. Oh. She's in the middle of nowhere. She's she's dead. She was dead the whole time. Oh, shit. This is a Jacob's Ladder. It's a really <laughs> mundane Jacob's Ladder. She but... was hit by a train, and we didn't know it. She was hit by a train at the end of the story, and then, like, now is living out in eternity waiting for a train. Oh, no. Tooling around didn't bring up any place names or landmarks either. As the battery was low, it was possibly glitching, so I tried reloading the app again. But this time, the unable-to-find-your-location message popped up. At this point, I knew it was pointless to try again, so I gave up and put the phone back. Dang, man. Okay, so that's, could that's also pretty, be Wi-Fi sucks. That's pretty fucking weird. Like, if you pulled out your phone to check the maps and you're just like, oh, you're nowhere. Exactly. It's just like, what? Excuse? But again, this I would blame it less on the battery and more on the fact that maybe there's no Wi-Fi. Mm. Even if you switch to data, uh, to uh, data, it's like, what? I don't... Yeah. Uh, heat of the day finally began to fade, and the evening chill was welcomed. I still listened out, out in hopes for a train, but the air was quiet and dead. Nothing but the stirrings of birds and the low hum of the turbine from a few miles away. I covered my head with my hood and rested my face in my hand. All I could think about was dinner and my old bed, which I couldn't get back to soon enough. I could feel myself drifting off as I stared out into the fields. My head kept sliding off out of my hands and I'd snap myself back into I must have been super tired because at one point I started seeing things. The tall crops started to look like waves and the lights of the house turned on and off in what looked like a pattern. My sleepy days was cut short by the sound of the heavy front door scraping open. Curious, I looked around through the window to the waiting room. Was someone here to get a train? I liked someone the, else, uh... I should say. <laughs> I, I liked the, the description about like the losing focus and uh, seeing like things like turning into waves and stuff. Yeah. Trying to get a little bit psychedelic. Yeah, I like that too. With all the lights on inside, I saw a short man in a mustard green canvas coat walk into the lobby. I was surprised to see another person show up so late. Had he walked all the way from Bartnaby? Or maybe <laughs> he was one of the people who lived on the hill. He bought a ticket from the lady and then came to stand out on the platform. 
His dull ginger hair was messy as if he'd been out in the wind too long, and his face was noticeably tanned too. All right, listen, Mrs. Uh, re rewrites re underscore writes. Uh-huh. Uh, are you racist against gingers? I've heard that's a real thing. <laughs> Only time will tell as I read this story. Let's let's find out. We're getting a good description of this character. He's going to be important. Yeah. He stood right on the edge of the platform with a noticeable slouch and shuffled from one foot to the other every few seconds. It was late, and my interest in being around people was dead for the day. I hunched over my knees and some... Um, uh, I hunched over my knees some more and hoped he wouldn't stand near me. Don't stand. Don't stand so. Don't stand so. Much to my dismay, the man in the green coat came and stood at the edge of the platform to the left of the bench. I was- from this There's like a whole platform. This guy needs to fucking back off. Under- uh, personal space. Social distancing. Hello. <laughs> yeah, particularly now. Yeah. Uh, from this distance, I could hear him either talking to himself or making some weird noises with his mouth. Uh, wrapping my hoodie even tighter over my body, or my head, I stared at my feet. Peeking up, I saw that he was making a side glance in my direction. I put my bag on my lap and pretended to be looking at something inside it. Anything to avoid possible eye contact with this guy. Oh, this is uncomfortable. I peeked up again, and he was looking back at me through his straggled hair. I rummaged in my bag some more, even taking out my dead phone and acting like I was messaging somebody. Clearly, I didn't seem disinterested enough, because the next minute he was standing beside the bench making a warm grin. Oh, God. (laughs) Ew. I'm I'm a little bit skeeved out. Me too. Hey, nice bag, he chuckled. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) Bet that's from somewhere fancy. (laughs) (laughs) I had to hold myself back from groaning and sounding rude, so I kept looking at my phone and shook my head. He made an exaggerated frown and laughed again. Really? You seem like such a fashionista. <laughs> what? Fashionista. Dude, this guy's way out of date. No kidding. <laughs> Usually I'd tell him to screw off at this point, which I totally agree with. Go ahead. But it didn't sound like he was being intentionally sarcastic. He was more like an embarrassing uncle and was making me feel just as awkward. I looked up at him and forced a smile. No, not me, I said. This time, I finally got a better look at his uh, badly tanned face. He had, an, uh, he had uneven freckles, and his right canine tooth was missing, giving him a goofy look. I tried not to laugh at him. I don't think he could read my body language, because he kept standing there trying to talk to me. Uh, or he's just like, you know, stupid stupid ginger guy who can't take a hint. <laughs> <laughs> so, where are you going? He asked, way too enthusiastically. I probably should have lied, but I'm going. Uh, I'm not good at thinking on the spot. My dad's house. I told. He stood. A, he took a step back, and I thought he was going to leave me alone. But he stood there and shrugged before saying, "Aw, going home is nice. I'm going home too." His tone and demeanor were more relaxed. However, I still didn't feel comfortable talking to him. And why should you? I went back to messing with my bag, and he started grabbing at the pockets of his. He pulled out a familiar-looking orange train ticket and waved it towards my face. Here's where I'm going home to. I haven't been there for a year. Reluctantly, I looked at what he was showing me. And it says, it says your dad's house? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Like written in, like, crayon? <laughs> it turns out I'm going to marry your dad, Ryan. Oh! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> You're welcome. And then, like, it, like, sparks start shooting out of the side of his head, and it was like, <laughs> oh, we're going to have a bowl full of warm water. <laughs> I wouldn't like that. 
Uh, I, I was just gonna say anybody who hasn't listened to it like should listen to the the freaking live recording from uh, uh what's it the the uh, uh, the convention where you guys read that uh, midsummer scream. <laughs> Reluctantly, I looked at what he was yeah. showing me. In bold black type, it read STD one way to Shroby. I had no idea where that was. The from section was blank. Surely that was a misprint, misprint. But before I had a chance to look at it again, he snatched it away. That's great. I told him trying to sound positive. Home is good. I hugged my bag, stood up from the bench, and tried to shuffle back toward the doors before he could say anything else to me. But he gave me a pat on the shoulder and kept jabbering on. Where are you going home to? Somewhere nice? Forcing a smile, I spluttered out, just back to Lincoln. Also, I like that he's going to STD. I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> Sexually transmitted diseases, for anybody who doesn't know. I can't, I can't. Oh, my goodness. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, David, get this it. Is only, this is only yeah. the most professional podcast. This is established by the fact that there's a huge freaking Skype delay. Um, and also, I'm recording this in my living room on my laptop. And furthermore, while I'm here doing this, my dog is scratching at the door. So while you, why don't you read this paragraph for a second, and then I'll go let her out. Okay, so you're not going to listen while I read. <laughs> I will I will come back in and listen midway, because this is a big paragraph. Oh, shit. Yeah, this all depends on me. All right, you do that. All right, I'll be right back, and then I'll skim it. He pursed his lips and tilted his head as if... Uh, I'd said something cryptic that he had to decipher. Once again, he began rummaging for something in his pockets. I was going to take my moment to get away from him, but he pulled out a UK roadmap. It was fanned out and not properly folded, with a lot of tears on the edges. The front cover had been ripped off, and a piece of lined note paper had been stapled on in its place. Abel's map was written along the top margin in red ink. Abel's map with an exclamation mark. Holding the map with both hands, the man who I'm guessing must have been able, let it flap down before folding it in half and thrusting it towards my face. Look! Here's where I'm from! He was pointing at a big marker pen circle that seemed to indicate the border where Nottinghamshire, Lincolnshire, and Leicestershire counties met. I had to squint to see it on the low... Uh, I had to squint to see it in the low light, but I could faintly make out Shroby in small print next to the word home scrawled in marker. Abel shook the map and poked at the circle area again. Now you can show me where you're from. I shook my head and held back my hands in protest. Why was he making me do this? It was his map. Surely he could find Lincoln on it. I knew he wouldn't leave me alone until I gave him an answer, so I took a look at the map and hastily pointed to the bumped-out headland between Scrunthorpe and Boston. It's around here, I said, rubbing my finger in a wide loop over the small area of the map. He whisked, uh, he whisked the map away from my face and began closely inspecting the spot I'd pointed out. I'm not seeing it, he, sta he started. But before he could finish, I made my escape. I dun, dived dun. in front of the railway and got hit by a train. But then it passed right through me, proving I was a ghost the whole oh! time. <laughs> Jacob's Ladder! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I didn't think it would take that long, but Gracie is a slow peer. Oh. Fun fact for everybody listening. Same here, though. I relate. <laughs> to peeing slowly? I mean, you take your own guess at what i meant by that but yes oh, oh no backing away i eventually managed to get back through the doors and into the station building it was noticeably warmer and i was thankful for the, for that and looking back through the waiting room i could see abel walking around in a circle, still looking at his old map i probably seemed rude but i wanted to be away from the guy i checked the departure boards again but they still were still blank the lady behind the desk was fiddling with a pen and didn't seem to have noticed me. Despite being tired of pointless uh, conversation, I went to give the info desk one last try. 
Gently tapping on the glass, I simply asked, Hi, what station is this? Miss Incompetent snapped out of her trance, dropped the pen, and looked at me again with the same old fake grin. Where do you think it is? Barnaby? Ugh. I groaned. Fuck this bitch. Seriously. Was she really going to keep this up? The lady nodded. I rolled my eyes and took a moment to collect myself. This time I decided to ask about something else. When is the next train to Shroby? Her smile faltered and she looked as if she actually had to think for a second. Where? She asked. Maybe she didn't hear me properly, so I slowed down. Shroby. You just gave that <laughs> man a ticket. Shroby. Froggy. Froggy. <laughs> Is that we get some Michael Bay like, like time? Uh, 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 what's that thing where he, that he does where like he speeds up and slows time? Yeah. Um, I don't know what you call that, but yeah. I, I know what you're referencing. Um, instead of that smile... Speed, speed ramping. It's speed ramping. Speed ramping. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, it's like nodding him all... Uh, instead of that... Oh, yeah. Instead of that smile, her face wore a frown. The tone of her became less perky, and she drummed her fingernails on the desk before... I'm where that is. Letting out an ear whine, I dropped my bag and asked one more time, Tell me when the next train to Lincoln is? She bit her lip, shrugged, and shook her head. And shrook. And shook her head. She, she, she shrook. This is surreal. I'm, yeah, I'm kind of digging the... I'm digging the surreal quality of this one. I, I actually am really enjoying this story. Like, uh, in the past, I've I've thoroughly enjoyed reading really shitty stories and, like, you know, giving my two cents on how shitty it is. But it's really hard with this one because it's actually really, like, it's really intriguing. And, like, the, um, even from the subtle start of the kind of the mundaneness of, of going, uh, waiting for the train, like, it's it's really built up in, in a very interesting way. Yeah, I'm not like I'm not like picking up a huge sense of horror yet. It's more just like this is a, a frustrating situation and a, and a very bizarre situation, a little bit disconcerting, but not like anything too strange yet. I mean, Abel's kind of weird, but you know. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, a lot of this is is definitely steeped in a lot of like uh, what's it uh, more relatable uh, situations, and some of them uh, a lot more relatable to women. And particularly with Abel, because, uh, you know, uh, you and I both pick up on the uh, kind of um, uncomfortable. Uh, I, I don't know if they're advances, but it's, def it's, it's definitely like one of those things where like, you know, when when you're when you're a female, when someone approach, approaches you in an empty position, you're definitely apprehensive. Yeah. So uh, that's definitely a little bit. That's definitely like you, you feel a little bit of apprehensiveness towards this character. In fact, actually, mm -hmm. um. Uh, a quick question, and this may mm -hmm. just me be being like a little bit forgetful, but do we know her name? We actually don't know her name yet. Oh, interesting. I wonder yeah. if that plays a part in the scenario, because uh, you know, oftentimes when a character's name is left out, you're it, it, it's either for a specific reason or you know just to make you feel more like you're the character. So I'm wondering which that is. Yeah, I'll be I'll be curious to see where that goes. Um, so. Uh, I'm uh, shaking. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's my turn to read anyway. Wait, Dude, is it my turn to read? Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, believe it or not, it's your turn. Oh, my <clears> God. <throat> shaking, I snatched up my bag and tried not to cry again. How could she possibly know this little about the trains? It was as if she didn't even work there. I grabbed my phone out of my bag and tried turning it on, hoping I'd have some message from my dad. The screen lit up for a second. Sorry, excuse me. The screen lit up for a second to show the dead battery icon before blinking back off. I clutched the device so hard that I'm surprised it didn't break. 
It took all of my remaining self-restraint to not toss it on the floor like a disposable cup. <laughs> With the last of my strength, I stuck my phone in my pocket, grabbed my bag by the top handle, and dragged myself back out to the cold, bleak platform. Joy. <laughs> uh, it was fully dark now, aside from the glow coming from inside. Without any light pollution, the sky stretched out endlessly in all directions, and the windows in the houses almost looked like the stars overhead. Hunched over, I trudged over to the far end of the platform to be as far away from Abel as I could get. I zipped my hoodie all the way before dropping down on this hard concrete. The pole-mounted clock was as round and bright as the moon, showing 21.15. At this time, uh, when the trains even... <laughs> no, Gracie. <laughs> At this time, uh, a dog barked. Gracie, no. Holy shit. Gracie, come here. Gracie, come here. Just now is not the time for this. Now is really For those of you playing at home, 2115 is 9.15. Everybody's in... Yeah, in reality, it's 9.05 right now. It's a weeknight. (laughs) We're only 10 minutes away from 9.15. Oh my god, we are. Holy shit, it's creeping up on us. We gotta hurry. (laughs) At the time... Uh, at the time, would the train team be running to a small station like this? Over the low whir of turbine blades, I hear heavy footsteps getting louder and louder. I didn't... Oh, nice. Now it's getting scary. Yeah. You seem very down in the dumps, Abel said. He was still loud, but not as bombastic. I didn't even budge. Maybe he'd leave me alone this time. If it makes you feel better, I found you on my map. Once again, he waved the tatty UK pocket roadmap in front of me. Now Lincoln was clearly written in big blue... Bureau letters across the area I'd pointed out. Is Bureau like a uh, uh, a font? I think it might be, yeah. Something to look up in a little bit. Bureau, yeah. That's good, I humored him. He sat down next to me and spread the map out on the ground. I travel a lot, he enthused. I keep losing where I am, so I write it on my map. I nodded and gave the page a quick scan. Not only was the map faded and ripped, but it was covered in scribbles from many different pens. He kept babbling about... Uh, babbling on about what different types of lines were, but I tuned out. Resting my head on my knees, I could feel myself zoning out again, his voice becoming a faulty radio signal dwindling in and out of focus. I like how he's not really dangerous. He just has no... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so far, we'll we'll see where this goes. That's true. Also, Bureau is a kind of ballpoint pen. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, just looked it up. I figured I'd do that. Um, a sudden nudge in the arm broke me out of my trance. Abel was grinning like a proud child and shaking his blue pen in front of my eyes. Look, look, I drew us, he chirped. Sure enough, he was pointing it to a spot on the map where he'd drawn two small stick figures, one with a backpack and the other with a big coat. That's nice, I yawned. Looks good. He clapped his hands and blurted out, Now, not many people talk to me. You're my new, you're my new train buddy. No, not the train buddy. Oh, the, you got to use the train buddy system when you're doing this. <laughs> not with gingers, though. Fuck gingers. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Never gingers. <laughs> Apologies, sir. Yeah, I'm um, just kidding. I love gingers. Anybody who's a, who's a redhead or any variation thereof, you're you you are God's people. Listen, I'm O'Malley sorry. O'Malley the alley cat is a ginger. So like oh, anybody. Yeah, that, okay, there it is. I was wondering listen. why you were like I don't know, but then yeah. Ben, was, well, I mean, listen, true. we follow <laughs> we follow the tried and true, uh, you know, rationality of uh, O'Malley, the alley cat. The gospel, the gospel according to it. Yeah, anybody um, anybody who hasn't listened to it, listen to the animusing episodes about the Aristocats. You'll, you'll learn of the uh, postulations of O'Malley, the alley cat. Well, your postulation. Listen, if you're not on my side, <laughs> you're on the side of evil. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
the, the gospel according to the gospel according to O'Malley, creme de la creme de la Edgar, you say as you make the sign. Um, Amazing. Uh, he clapped his hands and blurted out, not many people. Oh, yeah, we did that. Abel then sighed and shrugged his shoulders. I travel a lot, but most of the time it's like people don't notice me. There was a moment of silence that tried to pull my least awkward. Abel shuffled his feet again before finally perking up. Here, he said, pulling his bureau from his coat pocket. Take this. He held the pen out towards me, shaking it around as if, he, as he, like he'd done with it. Hesitantly, I reached out. I almost pictured him like, here, look at this. And he does that thing where he's like, ooh, look, I'm making the pen wiggle like rubber. It's <laughs> <laughs> that optical illusion. Uh, hesitantly, I reached out, took it from his hand, and put it in front in the front pocket of my bag. I stammered out a thank you. Dude, I'm calling right now. This guy's a fucking ghost. Or, like, she's dead and, like, she's the only one who can see him. Maybe he's a leprechaun. Oh, I'm the leprechaun! Don't steal my pot of gold! Well, I mean, well maybe he can't, because she didn't describe him. Well, I mean, he's not played by Warwick Davis. Well, I, yeah, I was, I, was, I was thinking of the, um... Uh, in in uh, I think it's Wayne's World one. It might have been Wayne's World two, where they where they reference the leprechaun and Garth is like, well, the leprechaun freaks me out, and he's like, like Wayne is like, I'm the leprechaun. <laughs> Don't steal my pot of gold, and the like, goes like, no, stop. Abel <laughs> 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 oh stood up again, and I managed. Abel to... <laughs> stood up again, and I managed to follow suit. My body was cold and felt like a rusty machine, and I clumsily, clumsily stretched my aching legs and tried to regain balance. Through the stale air, a sharp whistle could be heard, and I immediately warmed with the joy. A train! With a rush of pistons and the chug of wheels, two brilliant headlights beamed around the bend as my way home came into view. It's a train! <laughs> Look out! The train! The <laughs> train! <laughs> The small screen on the front clearly read, Lincoln! It was 2243. 1043. Wow, she, she's been there for hours. That's fucking... Yeah, dude, I, I, I feel that. Like, fucking being stuck, like, outside somewhere. Especially where, like, some guy is harassing you. Like, you know, again, <laughs> I am a, a white American man. So, <laughs> my opinion varies from time to time, but, like, I can totally, like, feel, I, I feel sympathy for any woman sitting alone at a bench in an empty train station <laughs> at 10.53. Yeah, seriously, like, I get that part of it. Yeah. Ugh. It was, it was 22.43, but at least it was here. Abel and I stood as the train whirled to a stop, all the way along Platform 2. The double doors of the carriage clicked open, inviting me inside, and I pulled my bag Back over one shoulder. Goodbye, train buddy, Abel said. Get home safe. Oh, I feel oh, kind of bad I, now. Holy shit, I kind of felt from there. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, train buddy. Bye, Abel. <laughs> I shot him a yeah. half smile good, before training. Good, good, uh, good, 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 good what? Sorry. No. I, I was just saying okay. I, I liked the writing there where, where he said good, 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 uh, goodbye, train buddy. Yeah, good. Yeah, no, this is good. I like this. Um, I shot him a half smile before to stride. That stride into the bee and quickly sitting down in the... As I expected, he was standing there beaming and waving at I returned the gestures closed and prepared to move again. The lights in the station building were off and I could the shadow of my train buddy as the wheels began to tug the, the silhouette of the wind turbine still loomed over the horizon, making a dark space in front of the stars. As the train set into motion, I took one last look at the houses on the hill, but the lights weren't on anymore. While speeding away from Barnetby, it was as if it wasn't there. I lay back in my seat, so glad to be comfortable at last. Mm, interesting. Yeah. The conductor, uh, the conductor came back, uh, um, 
Oh, sorry. The conductor came by to check the tickets of the uh, of a few other passengers, but luckily he left me alone. I must have fallen asleep because the next thing I remember about the journey was, uh, back was waking up as my pocket bust. I jolt, jolted awake and whipped my phone out so fast that I almost dropped it. New message from Dad. Where are you? Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> I swiped a reply and saw that he'd sent me multiple messages in the past few hours. What time is the train? Do you want lift? And... When you getting in? Fumbling, I managed to reply. Train was late. On my on way back now. Would like a lift. Before I clicked it off again, I noticed the battery had recharged itself all the way back to seventy six percent. Well, a, mo- a lot more than I thought was it was able to. I zoned out for most of the way back, drifting off, watching the lights of passing towns and cars whiz in and out of view through the window. Eventually, the train pulled into a small station, fully lit with street lights, which woke me from my daze. The white signpost clearly said Barnet B. What? Fuck. Oh, you know, I actually didn't see that coming. (laughs) (laughs) This wasn't the same station I'd come from, so where had I been? I must have gotten off at the wrong stop. Oh, fuck. Oh, Oh, dude. Dude. That is satisfying. Yeah. All right. Um, Some passengers left, and I waited for the conductor to walk. Gracie, I swear to God, I'll eat your face. Gracie, here, please. Go. Gracie's going to be my podcast buddy and sit next to me instead of pawing at the door like a little fool again. Should I let you out to pee like a little bit ago? Why are you still pawing at the door like a little fool? But those would be playing I love you, Small. Oh, Do you want to say anything to the audience? Beautiful. You sure, certainly wanted to talk to them earlier when you were barking. Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> Quality podcasting. Some passengers left, and I waited for the conductor to walk past again before getting his attention, asking, Hey, where was the last station? He took a quick look at, at a printed timetable before answering, well, love, that was Harbra, and uh, Har- is that right, Habra? Uh, sounds about right. Harbra, we just came from, and it's Market Raisin, Market Raisin next. I thanked him, and he went back to checking the tickets of the new passenger. The conductor on the last train must have chunked off. I realized, but where had I been then? Staying awake on the way was a struggle, but at least I knew the rest of the I knew the rest of at the other end would be worth it. After what felt like a life's journey, I was stumbling out of the platform at Lincoln Central into the familiar arms of my dad, calling out, Welcome home, Sal. Okay, we have a name now. This is Sal. Ah. So, yep. do you think that's short for, like, Sally or Salmonella? Probably. Salvatore? <laughs> I am Salvatore. Ah. Um, everything else that had... Oh, sorry, that's this you. Is my, this is my paragraph, you fucker! <laughs> I do this all the time with multiple people. The fact that I just did it with you is, makes me want to uh, quit. Goodbye. It's okay. No, 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 no. You never quit. No, I love you, David. No, damn it! It's over. David, marry me! It's just, just disappear. What? <laughs> I, ben, I never thought you'd ask. I know. Even after you got married, I knew. Yeah, I know. You, you waited too long, you motherfucker. Listen, we're we're Mormons. We can get married multiple times. <laughs> How? When did you become a Mormon? Uh, ever since I decided I need more out of life, I I became a more man. You needed more men. Yeah, in my life. <laughs> good, good for you. Sorry, we're, no. we only have a few paragraphs left. Let's 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 put a let's let's wrap this this little let's 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 reach the final stop. Let's get to the end of the line, shall we? Sounds good, my friend. All right. Everything else that had happened that day felt like a dream as I was bar- as I buried myself in my old purple duvet and dropped off to sleep like a, a log that night. I didn't wake up until 10.22 a.m. the next day. The lion was great. I actually felt alive again. 
My bag and hoodie were hung on my computer chair, and a cup of fresh tea was waiting on my desk next to them. Slowly rolling out of bed, I got up and went to pick up the cup. As I got to the desk, I realized that my mobile was still hanging out of the hoodie pocket, and his battery was fully dead, so I went into my bag uh, to get the charger for it. Slotting my hand into the bag's pocket, I felt something thin and plastic, the pen. I pulled it out and placed it on the desk. It was only a standard blue uh, uh, bureau, uh, half used up with a lightly chewed cap. But it felt like a foreign object that didn't belong here, as if it shouldn't exist away from its owner. I'd almost forgotten about Abel. He didn't seem real now that I was fresh and fully awake. That's because he isn't. My mind (laughs) back to uh, the last time this pen was used, when he drew us on that big map of his. He put us at the station, but... Where had that actually been? Immediately curious, I set about fetching the charger and getting my phone working. I needed to look this up. After about 15 minutes, it finally had enough juice to stay switched on. Hastily, I loaded up the internet and fumbled by the touchscreen keypad. Bringing up Google Maps, I searched for Grimsby. It loaded slowly, but as soon as it did, I zoomed in on to find the railway. Scrolling along, I followed the stations that I knew were on the route. Healing, Stalinburra, Habra... All the way, all the all the way through to Barnet Bay. No matter how much I zoomed or in or scrolled around the screen, I couldn't find a station on the line between those last two. But I knew there had to be, unless the second conductor had also given me the wrong station names. That had to be the case, right? I'd been frustrated and tired that night, so maybe I'd been confused somewhere. I was about to drop in and accept the mistake when, it, but I remembered one last thing. In the search bar, I typed a new place, Shroby. The screen took one last. The screen took a few seconds to load, but when it did. It didn't jump to a new location. I wasn't being shown the border. I wasn't being shown the border of the three counties. Only the black bar saying no results found for your search. I refreshed the page, but it didn't change. How was Shroby not on their map? Abel had a ticket to go there. Frantically, I tried a broader web search, but the only results I found for I could find for Shroby were people and not places. I looked up road maps and county maps, but the towns didn't seem to ex- exist on any of them. If this town wasn't in the UK, then where was Abel's map from? And where was he going? What bothered me the most, though, is where did I meet him? And it's signed Holly. Ooh. Uh, the... Now, I will, I will say Holly is the Ch- name given to me by the rewrites. Or that, so that's all I'm going to... I'm, I'm thinking it's okay to make the rewrites. Put it on here. Yeah. Holly, uh, yeah, you outed yourself. Sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> nah, it's all good. No one outed you but yourself. But also, uh, important to note, there's, there's a picture of a train station at the bottom of the... Uh, of the story. Yeah, it says way out. There's a sign that points that says way out, which makes sense. Nice. But cool. Um, that was definitely more of a strange fiction story. Like nothing overtly threatening happened, but I kind of liked the surrealness of it. Mm-hmm. It just felt like a like a weird a weird incident. And uh, what I wonder is like, could uh could Sal here? Could she have um maybe gone back and looked to see if those texts she sent when she was in that like phantom station, that station that didn't really exist mm. um like she if those texts actually sent or if she actually received texts from her dad at that time like was she really in that place was it all a dream like but i mean but it couldn't have all been a dream because she had the the pen right yeah that that's what confirms everything was was real was the, the fact that she had the pen or at least right. so part she, of it was real right so that's that's this is a this is an odd one it's just like almost like a like a like a step out of time like step into another dimension you know yeah i i um I enjoyed the writing. There was there was not a lot of stuff to complain about as far as like you know, uh, uh, grammar was fine and and also like just 
the the story all the way through was was pretty engaging so it it was it was difficult for me to come up with like really sarcastic incident incidences for me to be like oh that's fucking stupid <laughs> well that you know that's the thing though sometimes you get a story like this and it does engage you and engages your interest and i think you know sometimes i know those aren't maybe these aren't maybe the most entertaining episodes mm-hmm. but um honestly i'm just enjoying reading this and uh you know getting into the fiction of it i think i think uh the rewrites does a good job uh, presenting this with, um, you know, the situation, because I was, uh, I kept sitting here going, yeah, I can relate to that. And as you've, you know, have heard throughout, we, we've all been, we were sitting here going, I could, gosh, sitting at a train station, waiting for your train to show up as your phone is dying. That's a real horror. That's a relatable horror. Oh, absolutely. And then adding in this weird guy may or may not be a little crazy, like, you know, but Particularly he's, a he's ginger. all right. He's a ginger. Good Lord. Yeah, well, I uh, I enjoyed the part where you 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 went back through Bartnaby. Um, I thought that was uh, probably the most eerie part of the story. Yeah, um, it was it was definitely the part of the story that I least felt uh, like like the the part that I least saw coming, at least from mm-hmm. the trajectory of the story. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, I thought it gave a uh, a proper sense of eeriness, a little bit like like definitely a lot of sense of a uh, discomfort. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a lot of it uh, came from like the 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 guy making uh, a lot a lot of like you know unwanted conversation, and while this was while this girl is alone in a platform, like uh, getting closer and closer to like the 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 dark of night. Yeah. <laughs> or as it gets, the hour grows later and later, and as again, this this the feeling of isolation, but it's also spatial isolation apparently, because you're stuck with yeah. people you don't know, you can't reach the outside world. Yeah, I think this was pretty good. I think I think in terms of freshness ratings, and this is the point of the show where we do that. Uh, I mm. would give this um, one partially chewed biro pen out of a uncaring ticket lady. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? You figure it out. <laughs> That's how freshness rating go. Yeah. What about no, you, Ben? I, what I, would you... I would give this uh, five Bartnabies <laughs> out of a, a total uh, sl- seven gingers. <laughs> Furthermore, I will give this one on-time train at every station. <laughs> God knows I could use that in L.A. Fuck. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Uh, but, but yeah, but yeah Ben, thank like, you so much. Huh? Oh, oh sorry. I, I I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go, no, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. <laughs> no, you go. Uh, the delay there makes this hilarious. Do it. <laughs> no, so, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I just wanted to, again, congratulate the writer. Like, you, you did a uh, an excellent job as far as, uh, yeah, the written word is concerned. You know, uh, I think as far as horror stories uh, go, you could you definitely could have like pushed it just a little bit further, perhaps. But uh, I definitely found the story engaging and uh, uh, at times very like eerie and spooky. So yeah, I liked it for what it was, which is a spooky, a spooky little, a spooky little story. Think about it, yeah, <laughs> and, you know, exactly. a spooky little story, it's spooky real, little jaunt. Yeah, a jaunt. A jaunt is a great way to describe it. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, that about covers it, I'd say. Ben, thank you so much for coming back and being a part of the show. Dude, thank you so much for having me. I always enjoy, you know, not not only just getting to talk to you, but like getting to have fun looking at uh, 
looking at different stories people have written and me getting to blab my big fat mouth about whatever the hell I want. Hell yeah. That's like, you know, if I, there's a platform for it, I apparently I have it. So, um, yeah, no, it's been, it's been good. As, a, <laughs> as long as there's a microphone around for a white man to shout in, this is what <laughs> I'm here for. Uh, well, thank you, um, thank you, Ben, for shouting into her microphone with me. Uh, thank you, uh, Holly, aka the Rewrites, for writing this story and sharing it with our podcast, and for uh, her support of us on Patreon. Hey, if you want to hear some bullshit that Ben and I talked about before this, uh, you can probably hear the Choice Dregs, which usually goes up a week after this. And if you uh, if you enjoyed what you listened to, hey, ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts or other podcast apps usually help that they help the show out get more people listening to it, which I always appreciate. Uh, and if you want, if you like what you heard here, you can listen to some of the other shows on the Creative Horror Network shows like The Witching Hour, Midnight Marinara, um, uh, Trick or Track, and many. We um, can also, as Ben mentioned, you can listen to Kayla and I's Anna Musings podcast, which is a new network uh, where we talk about the, 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 we go chronologically through all the Walt Disney Animation Studios canon to kind of talk about the history of animation and that studio in particular. Uh, Ben's been on it a couple of times and uh, no doubt be there again. Uh, ben, is there any specific anything anything you're doing or working on that you'd like to plug? Uh, well, you know, uh, right now it's uh, it, it's been slow going because I've been working on personal projects by myself. But uh, if you're if you're interested, you can look up my an- Instagram, Spike Spiegel ninety three, I believe. Uh, and you can check out a uh, two-minute short I made for the Roger Corman two-minute uh, quarantine festival. Yeah, that so that's <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a fun little thing that I made, and uh, I hope people enjoy it. And then uh, you can also check out Guns Don't Lie because we talked about that before we started recording the official part of the podcast. But you know, that could always use more views. Yep, and Kayla and I make a cameo in it, so worth checking out. Keep an eye out for them. Just, just for that, just for that part. No other part, just that part. <laughs> yeah, dear God, don't watch the entire 25 minutes. Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinera, and this podcast is part of creativehorror.com, a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at creativehorror.com. Ha, 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 ha.